She's not one of the co-hosts, she's just here. Yeah, I just live here. In the podcast. With you, the listener. Yeah. I'm always in your head, just sometimes you can hear me. That sounded weird. (laughs) We watched the first episode of Star Wars Resistance, the pilot episode. Um, I think most of the episodes are going to be pilot episodes moving forward. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because it's about it's a show about pilots. I kn- I got it, I got it. Hey Nora, yeah, I understood the joke you told. Oh, okay. Yeah. you interrupted my my thing here to say okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is my new technique for this sort of show. Which is, I'm just going to read you the synopsis from the wiki real quick, and then we can talk about the episode. Okay. Young New Republic pilot Kazuda Ziono is recruited into the Resistance by Commander Poe Dameron, who brings Kaz to Colossus, an aircraft refueling station on the planet Ocean Castellon. Kaz's mission is to get to know everyone at this haven for the galaxy's best pilots and learn who who is... Kaz's mission is to get to know everyone at this haven for the galaxy's best pilots and learn who is working with the First Order. After a misunderstanding paints Kaz as the self-declared best pilot in the known galaxy, he must complete a dangerous race to prove himself. Poe's associate, Jarek Yeager, is spelled wrong on this wiki. It says Yeager, which is the real person. Mm-hmm. Uh, lends Kaz a ship in need of repairs, the Fireball, which irks mechanic Tam Rivora. Kaz chooses young pilot Tora Doza as his opponent, soon learning that she is undefeated. By default, everyone who races against her dies. Kaz runs a good race, but crashes when he pushes the fireball too hard. That's all that happens. It's a 45-minute episode to start. So Yeah, it's a pilot. Um, yeah. and it's a little bit longer than the normal episodes will be. We also It doesn't mention the mechanics in this synopsis, the husbands. Yeah, it doesn't mention our... <laughs> The two, the two husbands who are married, um, and I love them. Flix and Orca. Flix and Orca, who I kept wanting to call Okra. <laughs> Orca is a Chadger fan, which is the little bat aliens, and he sounds like Danny DeVito from Hercules. You remember the character Danny DeVito from Hercules? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel of life. Wow. <laughs> 
Um, I've got three flicks- words for you. No, fuck. I actually counted it right. I was supposed to do, I've got two words for you, Daniel of Life. That's the... I got two words for you. Use the force. Anyway. There's Orca, and then there's Flix, who is like a Furby with real big leggies. He's like a he's like an owl alien with really long, really spindly legs. And they're married. Yeah. Um So They have a they have a pit droid. They have a pit droid. I want to start at the start and say that Kaz is great. I love <clears throat> Kaz. You love a dumbass protagonist. I love a dipshit. <laughs> I don't know what is it up with Star Wars and just having dumb kids as their protagonists. Like Ezra, Ezra dumb. Well, like... Anakin, also dumb. And you know what the beauty of uh, Star Wars Resistance is? The show starts with Poe Dameron, a huge dumbass, gigantic dumbass, being like, hey, kid, I'm pretty smart. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to send you on this mission. I'm going to get you to abandon your family and your home and go on this mission with me, the cool hero you look up to. Also, see you later. I'm leaving. I'm going to put you in this dangerous place alone. Poe is a gigantic dumbass. He's a, an asshole. He's the worst. Like, you you see how we end up with Poe screaming at Holdo in here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just read a headline before this podcast saying that this show will overlap with Force Awakens. Okay. Okay. So that might be cool. Maybe they'll have a mission to Starkiller. Here's a thing I just realized that I'm going to Google. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, the Force Awakens came out in 2015. Do you want to know the last time I saw Force Awakens? 2015. 2015. Huh. We'll have to watch it to prepare for this season. I would like to watch both it and Last Jedi again. I could, I could skip watching Rebel One and uh, Han Rogue Solo. One. Rogue One. They're Rogue One and Solo, not Rebel One and Han Solo. <laughs> Close enough. Fucking learn the lore. I was listening to Halcyon Station today, and like when all four of you just like knew Star Wars species off the top of your head, I was like, I'm in too deep. <laughs> Which ones did we mention? Well, I'd never heard of Givens before in my life, though I love them Those... all now. I hate them. They're creepy. I'm committing it to a podcast now. Givens are wonderful. Wonderful little children. They're ugly and creepy and weird. (laughs) You Um, look like the Scream Man. You also knew what... um, I googled Givens and found a baseball football player. Givens, Star Wars. They're great. Anyway... Um, there were other ones like the plant people. Ah, Zelosians. Zelosians. <laughs> those are one of the more obscure ones because okay. they're like in nothing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a given before today. Mm-hmm. And you all talked like givens are like well-known Star Wars knowledge. No, Riley just really likes givens. Okay. 
anyway which, which riley liking givens um you know that's to be expected is this an interstitial joke no it's a given <laughs> anyway so star wars resistance um i realized we were still talking about star wars um i love star wars i love this show because like okay okay the expanded universe has always seemed to me um unapproachable is the word i would use fair fair obscure Mm -hmm. um yes eldritch arcane perhaps (laughs) yeah uh uh-huh um but this is like very much a type of Star Wars thing I want, which is just like they're just at a spaceport and they're just like like this is a show I would watch even if it wasn't Star Wars, but the little Star Wars flavor like adds to it, I feel like. Mhm. I would just be into a show about a spy mission at a seaport um and there are all these like races and like there are probably going to be bounty hunters and like Mm-hmm. ne'er-do-wells I like Marielda is what I'm saying and they did a Star Wars <laughs> Marielda <laughs> it is surrounded by water I can't wait for Resistance Season 2 which will be a train heist <laughs> <laughs> it, there's definitely going to be a heist episode of this show right? oh definitely there are plenty of heists in Rebels and in uh, Clone Wars there was a heist with like seven bounty hunters raiding the Jedi Temple. Oh shoot! I should watch Clone Wars. I know we've talked about that before, but damn, mm-hmm. that's where Cad Bane shows up—the cowboy. Okay. The alien cowboy with a cowboy hat. Okay, so more of a cowboy than Han Solo is what you're saying. No, like actually with like a duster and cowboy hat. Okay. Okay. And he does yeah. the he does the pistol spin and then. Whoosh, I think maybe I've seen some screenshots of him before. Mm-hmm. Was he an old Republic, perchance? No. Okay. No, he's a blue alien man. Okay. Are there cowboys in Old Republic? In one of the trailers, there was. That might be what I'm thinking of then. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you had that on the top of the dome, Nora. Yeah, I knew what you were talking about when you said that. <laughs> Those the Old Republic trailers, the best part of the entirety of the Old Republic, like, canon construct, including KOTOR, in my opinion. Not a KOTOR fan. It's fine. It's just, like, there's a very specific type of Star Wars fan who only enjoys Empire Strikes Back and KOTOR 2, and I hate that kind of Star Wars fan a lot of the time. Okay. Huh. I feel like you kind of get what I mean. I kind of do from Empire, and I have vague ideas about KOTOR 2. My, mm-hmm. I only associate KOTOR 2 with Austin Walker and Keith Carberry. That's fair. They're good people. Yeah. I'm not saying anyone who likes KOTOR 2 is, like, a bad person. I didn't think you were, but I've, maybe there's, like, a type of person. Because don't you play as the bad guy in KOTOR 2? No. Probably. Well, it's like... I don't know, like, there's a way to, like, explore the underlying philosophy of Star Wars that I find interesting, and I don't think that KOTOR 2 is, like, the version of that that I want. 
Okay, okay, okay. The Last Jedi is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like those are two different approaches to that. And I'm a Last Jedi person, not a KOTOR 2 person. The main reason I have wanted to give KOTOR and specifically KOTOR 2 a look is because of that. But also, I know that those are the type of video games that I would hate playing. Well, the the mobile port of KOTOR 1 is actually pretty good. But I would not enjoy playing that video game. No matter Probably how you presented not. it to me. That's just not a type of video game I enjoy. What you need to do is you need to find somebody who knows that story by heart and have them run it for you in a tabletop game. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I wrote an article about KOTOR. You did write an article about KOTOR. It's a good article. I I don't know if it's a good article. I didn't read it. But it's probably a good article because you wrote it. You didn't read it? I don't know about KOTOR. <laughs> I don't know what happens in that game. If you think that Naminé's a fucked up character, you probably agree with me that Kotor is pretty fucked up. In what way is Naminé fucked up? When she like replaces Sora's memories. Is it fucked up that she does that or like what do you I want be specific here. You have you don't know anything about chain of memories. I don't, but you have to be specific. <laughs> uh, nominate messes with Sora's memories and replaces them all with like fake memories and has him like gives him a friendship with her that he doesn't really have. Okay. Something I'm, like that. I'm remembering the words Darth Revan right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And like being spoiled on Kotor like six years ago when I was on yeah. forums. Yeah. Kotor is the chain of memories of Star Wars. We need to talk about Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> Niku Vozo, thank you for my life. Okay. You love Niku, and I love Niku deeply. My, I think my favorite is um, Tam Ravora. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce that right? Okay. Yeah. But tell she's me. She's very grumpy. She's very grumpy. But tell me first about Niku. Niku Vozo is a Kadasa Nikto. He's a green alien boy who is always happy and optimistic, and takes everything literally. And he is Kaz's boyfriend, and I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Kaz doesn't know that he's his boyfriend yet. He still thinks that Poe is gonna is going to be his boyfriend. Kaz really has all those hopes pinned on Poe, but no, 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 my friend, no. You can't You're hold down with... Poe Dameron. You can't hold down Poe Dameron. Also, you're hopelessly in love with Niku. You just have you don't know it yet. <laughs> this is a good ship. It's a very good ship. It's a better ship than the Fireball. <laughs> Tell me about Tam. She's a grumpy lady, and I'm very excited for the episode where we find out why she's so grumpy. Yeah, I'm sure she has some sort of, like... uh... Episode four is where we find out that Jarek adopted her. Uh, I can't wait to hear about what, like, sort of tragic backstory she has, and how she she ended up on this seedy pilot place. Because she definitely has a... uh... 
She definitely has a tragic backstory that makes her very grumpy and prickly to the outside world. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's going to slightly kind of open up to Kaz halfway through this in a bad moment, and then they're going to be friends. Yeah. I'm very excited uh, for that. I'm very excited I'm, for the grumpy girl. I'm also interested to see if these kids get into fights with people. Yeah, none of them are fighters so far. We know... um Kaz can shoot people from a ship, but not mm-hmm. very well yet. He's okay. He's, He's okay. pretty good. He scores a hit on that red tie. Nobody's never done that, except for me, of course. <laughs> okay. Um, Another thing I like is that at least in the first episode, this will probably change. None of these people are very good fighters as far as we know, and none of them are the special chosen one. Mm-hmm. There are no Some, um someone's going to be force sensitive before the end of season 1, probably Kaz, but No, I don't think so cuz they did that two shows in a row. I think it's Tam. I could see that. I could see that. I could see that being like the grumpy thing that she's Maybe she maybe she's a ex-Padawan from Luke's school. Maybe. That would be cool. That'd be cool as heck. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe Yeager is an old Jedi. Oh, I Yeager's also got like a dark backstory, but not dark in the uh-huh. way that, um, like Yeager has seen some shit and he's done with all this. But definitely, like, I feel like Tam has seen some shit and Yeager has done some shit. Yeah, there it is. Because Yeager, Yeager, almost certainly helped Leia with something and is now like dealing with it in his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and is also definitely going to like pick up a gun after he said he wouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. And he's going to shoot a fascist hopefully. <laughs> oh. Um, you talk. We also have Von Rigg. Which one's Von Rigg? Is that the big beefy one? No, that's the TIE fighter pilot. Oh, yeah, we don't know much there, but like... He's got a British accent. Got a British accent and knows Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga played Phasma, right? No. Why do I... Gwendolyn Christie. Why did I get Lady Gaga and Gwendolyn Christie? (laughs) I don't know! Are I've, you okay? I have believed sincerely in my heart since the year 2015 that Lady Gaga was playing Phasma. Oh my god, I can't believe I took that from you. <laughs> Captain Gaga. <laughs> also, also... Um, yeah, we don't, okay, so we don't know much about Von Rigg, was that it? Yeah. But, um, there's some hopes there. Speaking of people we don't know much about, but I don't think Auntie Z is going to be a capital I important character, but there will probably be an Aunt Z episode, and I really like her as, like, the comic relief who's gonna hang around. 
I imagine that Kaz will have to like help her run a bar for an episode or something. Right. Like it's not not it's still a Kaz episode, but also like she gets a little spotlight and I like her as comic relief. I like her I like her name a lot. There are a lot of very good names in this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually a person who hates Star Wars names. Like I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is just a dumb assembly of syllables. Fuck you. <laughs> It's just a bunch of syllables thrown together. Like he just made some you, sounds, and you got to Obi Wan Kenobi. How do you feel about Darth Maul's brother, Savage Oppress? That's pretty good. It's actually Savage. D- Darth Maul. Kind of not a terrible name, but kind of on the bad, bad name spectrum. Yeah, he's the dark side. He's a Sith. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, technically, he was. A Sith for a while, and then he was a Knight Brother, and I guess he was always a Knight Brother, and then he was Mandalore also. But that's a different thing. Which one is he? Which species? Zabrak. Zabrak. That's another one that y'all just had on top of the dome in Halcyon Station that I was just like, how? How? <laughs> how do people remember this? I mean, how do you remember, like... Seven different types of elf and like gnome and dwarf sub races in D anD. I don't. This is not the type of person I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've played Star Wars tabletop games for years, so like you kind of yeah. just remember them. Yeah, that's fair. Twi'lek, Gungan, Wookie, all the big. I ones. know Wookies. You know Gungans. I do know Gungans. Now that you say it a second time, it took me a minute. And you know Syrians. Do I? No, but I wanted an excuse to talk about Syrians because Kiati Mundi is the one who, in the Jedi Council who's allowed to go home and fuck every year. I love. Okay. I always thought Kiati Mundi with his big goofy head kind of looked cool. We've talked about this on the <laughs> podcast before. I know we have talked about this on the podcast before because I. I know about Kiati Mundi fucking, and there's nowhere else I would have learned about it than this <laughs> podcast. Kiati Mundi fucks. <laughs> there's also the Plo Koon. They're cool. Anyway, something else cool about this show. Wait, did I call them Plo Koon? That's the character's name. Fuck. Something They're Keldor. Else- They're called the Keldor. I'm a failure. Huh. You go, sorry. No, sorry. I was looking at um I'm looking at the given Wikipedia page and specifically the given uh Legends w- Wikipedia page, not the canon one. Mm-hmm. Right. Um these guys look like real assholes. I'm really into them. Anyway. God. The there's a sorcerer given. That guy's just a sorcerer. I hate them so much. Um. Uh. Oh, the thing I am hopeful about in this show, because I, okay. Last Jedi, like, said some things about fascism as, like, as best a Disney product can, I feel like. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of expected that to be a flash in the pan. Um, mm-hmm. And like that it would 
that like the first order and the empire would in other star wars stories continue just being like generically evil and associated with fascist imagery but not like specific in the way that it is in the last jedi is that, is that mm-hmm. am i making sense i think so yeah there are some bits in this show resistance where it feels like they haven't said anything yet but like it feels like they have something to say politically like i can't remember any quotes but i remember saying to you two or three times while we were watching it's like oh this show might have teeth was that when they called the resistance extremists yeah like yeah um so kaz calls his dad who's a senator and his senator is like calls the resistance extremists um and calls them he might even say the word uncivil if he doesn't say the word that's the implication that Uh like we will deal with the first order through civility and like no it's well at this point people don't believe that the first order exists right or that it's not a threat um because it feels like I thought people believed it existed, but just didn't weren't concerned about it. Poe Dameron has the line where he's like, "I know the first order is real." Okay, okay, okay. But people are like, from my understanding of the of the new canon in this era, it's like the two there are, there are two political factions, which are the I want to say the populists and. Uh, I don't think it's centrist, but I think it's, like, linguistically close. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just double-check. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it is the populists and the centrists. Oh, wow. Um, I have a feeling those two words were chosen without a ton of thought in being put into the political climate of but i don't know the centrists were one of the two major yet unofficial political factions in the galactic senate of the new republic over the two decades following the founding of the government unlike the populists they were in favor of a stronger galactic executive and a more powerful military with centrist worlds priding themselves on their values of law and order due to this many centrist senators secretly supported and praised palpatine's empire does the new canon have some teeth (laughs) because like i say i thought maybe it was just last jedi but like maybe this is going it's i'm not going to give resistance too much credit because it's the first episode and you know it could go Mm -hmm. all sorts of ways but it seemed like Uh, it seemed like resistance has some teeth and like maybe the rest of new canon does too (laughs) well you should hear what the populists are okay Populists believe that individual member planets should retain their full sovereignty, while the opposing political faction, the centrist, favored a stronger galactic government and a larger military. Uh, Leia Organa, former hero of the Alliance to Restore the Republic and veteran of the Galactic Civil War, was a well-known populist. Um... (laughs) The centrist called for the election of a first senator, a charismatic individual who would bring order to the divided assembly. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Organa soon became the populist candidate for the first Senate. 
Organa soon became the populist candidate for the first senator. However, due to the untimely revelation that she was Darth Vader's daughter, the princess was shunned out of office. Oh, okay, huh. Is that a thing that comes up in Force Awakens? No, Is there it's, like a little... from the... it's in Bloodlines. Okay, but I thought there was like something in Force Awakens where like someone doesn't trust Leia because she's Vader's daughter. Mm, no. Okay, anyway. Hello, welcome to Star Wars Resistance, where one of us is Wikipedia, and one of us kind of remembers seeing Star Wars once. <laughs> so, um, basically, new canon is good. New canon is good. Uh, one last thing I want to say about Resistance before, I feel like we're winding down. Um, mm -hmm. While we were watching, like we just started envisioning this video game of like, Having a crew and ship fixing up a sharp fixing up a ship and racing and shit. Uh -huh. And that would be cool as hell. It'd be a resistance would make a very good video game and I hope it happens. It won't be good yeah. if it ever happens, but it won't be. It won't happen. Period. It won't happen. And if it did, it won't be good. But I can what'll dream. actually what'll actually happen is that these characters will appear in like the mobile the phone game MOBA of Star Wars or like yeah. Whatever the mobile games are. And even if it did happen, <laughs> it would not be Burnout Paradise or even Burnout 3, like era of racing games I like. It would be the most recent Need for Speed, which has loot boxes to upgrade your cars. Hmm. You mean it would be Battlefront? It would be Star Wars Battlefront. It would be Star Wars Battlefront, but what what got cars in it? But cars that go up and down as well but as side to side. But they have those in Battlefront. They're yeah. probably going to add those ships to Battlefront, right? Probably. Maybe Battlefront Three DLC. Yeah. Do people still play Battlefront Two? I don't know. I wanted to play that, but then it came out. Same. Same. <laughs> Like, I wanted to play the, the campaign of that, and then I heard about what it was. Yeah. Battlefront 2 is one of my favorite video games ever, and Battlefront 2 really dashed my hopes of that franchise ever being good again. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. Yeah. I, I was not a person who had strong feelings about the original Battlefront 2. Oh, I love that game. I I'm, love the original Battlefront. I just have a super fucking weird like Star Wars fandom experience because I feel like I'm constantly like going against the grain of a lot of what people like about Star Wars and why. I mean, like the two Star Wars games I like were like Battlefront 2 and Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, mm -hmm. which I also feel like gives me like a Don't weird... you mean Dark Forces 2... Jedi Knight to Jedi Outcast. I suppose so. I think you're right about that. It might is it Dark Forces three Jedi Knight two. That might that might be that might be true. No, I think you had it. I think you had it. Anyway, anyway, um, I care about Kyle Katarn and like Disney will never Katan. What's his fucking name? Katarn. Kyle Katarn. Because Katarn is a type of animal in Star Wars. It's a it's a creature. Okay. But um, I only know that game. I never played any other Dark Forces or Jedi Knight game. I only played Jedi Outcast. But Kyle Katarn has like been straight up replaced with 
Kanan Jarrus from Rebels. Like, they look very similar, and huh. they have, like, yeah, it's like, that's that's basically, yeah. It's like Jason Solo to Kylo Ren sort of replacement. At least that's how I, uh, like, see it. Sorry, I started reading a sentence on the given Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> I hate them so much. Finally, they... since non-given often failed to solve the simple quadratic equations used as introductions in polite given society, givens found most aliens to be rather rude. I love them. Oh, you would. What up? 3x squared plus 2... 2x uh, plus 7 equals... Yeah. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? Yeah, that's what you sound like. Okay. They just give those <laughs> to anybody. Hmm? They just give those to anybody, so... Oh, okay. Should I get one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about math, honestly. <laughs> anyway... I feel like the more you study math, the, the more likely you are to say that you don't know anything about math. True. Nora, where could people find you online? Unless you have more to talk about uh, on this show. I, I mean, feel I like do, I cut we'll you off. do that after the plugs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> at Neither Nora on Twitter. Uh, and you can find my games at neithernora.itch.io. I just released a new uh, compilation of micro games. Yeah. You also put up a cool little anecdote on Medium about being trans and playing games. Tabletop oh, games. Oh, yeah. I wrote a little article about a Monster Hearts game that I was playing in and how it related to some real-life insecurities I have. Yeah. It's a real, like, peppy piece. Yeah, read the content warnings that are before you dive in, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you in the galaxy? Earth. Damn. Wi-Fi doesn't. <laughs> Wi-Fi doesn't really go past Earth, so you can't mm -hmm. really like find me on Mars. I don't think. Right. You can find me on Twitter at Allison underscore Coffee. You could find, you could support uh, me and this podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash Alley Coffee. It might be Allison Coffee. There's not an underscore in it. I know that much. Um, other podcasts like Hot Singles. Um, oh right. <laughs> we all we both do other podcasts. We both do other podcasts. Um, someday Zero Heroes will come back. I promise it will. I want that show to work. Um. Uh, Kofi, ko-fi.com slash Alley Coffee. Once again, perhaps Allison Coffee, but I'm pretty sure it's Alley Coffee. Sorry, I'm bad at this. It's in the links. <laughs> um, and I did a collection of poetry and photos that you can look at with your eyes and potentially pay me money for. AlleyCoffee.itch.io slash this hyphen mistake. <coughs> I should pin that tweet. Mm -hmm. it's very good a lot of content warnings on that one too a lot of content warnings um, but if you want to know about depression and being trans 
you probably already know about it if you listen to this podcast, but if you want to know about my <laughs> depression and my transness, read that. I forgot to mention, I am also on Digimondays, a Digimon Tamers mm-hmm. recap podcast, and Halcyon Station, a Star Wars actual play that I run. It's which very is like, good. It's very Star Wars. So, I'm we just in launched, love with it's every finally here. character. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to go take that again? I'm just in love with every character. It's a good podcast. Thank you. We're finally here uh, recording for you. If you know the words, you can join in too. I don't know why I just turned that into the DK rap. But anyway. It's finally here and we recorded it and uploaded it and it's available for the public. So enjoy that maybe if you like Star Wars. Are we done? I think we're just about done with this episode of uh, Hashtag Resistance. Yeah. What's our sign-off? Keep it for CO. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs>